This is the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast with Lindsay Elizabeth Preston, episode 178, Dating That Works. Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast, the show for barrier-breaking women who are ready to shed their good girl layers so they can own their power and live deeply fulfilling lives instead. I'm your host, Lindsay Elizabeth. I'm a leadership coach to women all over the world. And I've lived through enough in life to know that easier doesn't always equate to better. We can't fear the fire, we must learn to become it. And on this show, I'll teach you how to do just that. So join me and my guests as we challenge you to shed society's bullshit systems and beliefs to become even more of the strong, resilient, and powerful woman you were meant to be. As you listen, trust your intuition to take what you love and leave the rest. The thoughts and perspectives I share on the show are my own with the lens of my lived experience as a privileged, white, cis, straight, able-bodied woman. And while that informs my experience and perspectives, I wholeheartedly believe living a deeply fulfilling life is possible to every woman. If I ever say anything harmful, I'm open to doing better and hearing your feedback. My goal is for you to leave this show feeling empowered, inspired and ready to share this show with every woman you know so they too can create a life that lights them the fuck up from the inside. Are you ready to get started? Let's go. Hi there, my friends. Welcome to another episode of the show. As always, so grateful to have you here. Today, we are talking about something we have never talked directly about on the show in 178 episodes, dating. Can you believe it? Like what in the world? How have I missed this? Well, it wasn't until I met our guest today, Kenna Renee, that I sat down with her. We were networking, just chatting it up. And I was like, you know what? I've never talked about this on the show. You need to come on. I love your approach. We have a very similar mindset, very similar tools that we teach. I was like, come on and let's talk about dating specifically for those that are in this arena right now. And of course she said yes. And so we recorded this episode all about dating and dating in a way that's fun and exciting while still allowing you to stay true to who you are and what it is you want. I was in a world when I was dating where it was kind of one or the other, to be honest, like I'd go out and have fun, but it would be with guys that I didn't really see a future with. And then on the flip, when I was taking it seriously, I wasn't really having fun. And it wasn't until I met my now husband, did it all bridge together. And I talk about in this interview too, that it wasn't until, you know, I got a little bit serious with my husband that I found coaching and thank goodness that I did, because I don't think I would have been able to keep him. So Kenna's great because she teaches you these coaching tools as you're dating. And of course, it's specifically focused in on dating and ensuring you're doing that in a really authentic way and you're getting healing along in that process. So if you're just, again, in a season where you're dating, you really want to hone in there, kind of maybe your girl to do that. I do walk my clients through dating and typically they're working on many goals with me. So either way, you can't go wrong with one of us. To give you a little bit more about Kenna, she is a trailblazer of modern dating. Through coaching, she guides women through today's fast-paced dating world while valuing every person and their unique being. No matter what, she helps people expand in love and 
gets them results. Kenna is a firm believer we can have the most brilliant and healthy relationships in history, but we have to date for our future and not from our past. So you can see in there, Kenna works on helping you heal too, so you're not dating from that past. I hope you enjoy this interview so much. Kenna's full of energy and excitement, and she also has a podcast too, so be sure to look for that. She'll tell you about it in the show, and of course, it's in the show notes as well. Enjoy. Kenna, so excited to have you on the show today. As we talked about a few weeks ago when you and I first met while we were networking, I've never talked specifically about dating on the show. So, so cool. You know, we have over 150 episodes. So <laughs> like you are our person. I You're know. I love it, it. It's such an honor. This is yeah. great. So, so cool. cool. Yeah. Okay. So just tell us about you in a nutshell and how you got to do the things that you do and tell us what you do. Yeah, absolutely. So my name's Kenna Renee. I am a dating coach for women. And so that's not to be confused with a matchmaker. So many people are like, wait a second, what is a dating coach? What do they do? Um, what's the point of a dating coach? And basically what my approach specifically is, I take kind of a human design aspect and human behavior aspect, I would say, to dating. And so what that means is I go in and I look at all of your patterns that you've done. We have emotional, physical, mental patterns that we keep repeating over and over again that end up creating the same result in our life. And it keeps us from really dating the type of person that we have been wanting to be with, that we feel like we should be with, and it holds us back from that. And so um, I focus a lot on patterns. I also have created strategies and techniques for the modern dating world. And um, how to make it more efficient, how to not waste your time, how to meet higher quality people that you want to be in alignment with and be able to spot them in 50% less of the time than you've been spending online. And how I got into it was like, essentially my dating life, it wasn't a mess, but it wasn't what I wanted it to be. And I was thinking about it and I was like, this cannot be all there is. It's not possible that I'm here in this dating world. And all I'm doing is it's just a means to an end. Like I was like, this has got to be fun. I want to look back on this experience and this time of my life really fondly. If I'm going to spend like the idea is like, oh, you find your partner and that's your happy fairy tale ending. And for me, I was like, no, I want this to be part of my beautiful picture and mm. my excitement and my joy. And so I decided how can I start making my dating life customized to me and started using some of my coaching techniques on myself that I'd learned, started breaking some of past my own patterns, started dating the type of people that I had always wanted to date, but I felt like were out of reach, that I couldn't date them for whatever reason, like some of the crazy reasons that us women make up. And um, <laughs> I had one of the most amazing dating experiences of my life. Like it kept getting better to the point where I started to be like, okay, you can do this forever or you can go find your person. And so I decided like, okay, I'm going to stop doing, you know, running the, running the dating world and found my guy through using my process. And so I realized every woman needs to feel the way that I do with dating, like as empowered, as in control, customizing it to your needs and your wants and realizing that you can do that and it can be so fun and you can meet your guy. And it's such a, it's so sad that we aren't like more, more of us aren't doing this, I think. So totally. When I hear people say, oh, I have to date again or, oh, it's so bad. And I have some clients in that bucket. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting, right? I had a very similar experience to you and, and it wasn't all rainbows and daisies. Like guys I dated, they had been secretly with other people, but yet I still made it fun along the way as much as possible. But I yeah. certainly didn't know all the things that I know today and probably you even know specifically around dating. So I want to yeah. go back to these patterns. You yeah. Mentioned. Can you give yeah. us more about that? Definitely. So what I had figured out was it's easy to spot a pattern that we have when it comes to like, like I'll just use health and fitness, for example, because it's so tangible, right? If you are in the habit of working out, your results physically show it sometimes, most of the time. If you're in the habit of a certain way of eating, your results tangibly, the, the way your clothes fit, the energy that you have, you can see it. Well, we have emotional, mental, and physical habits that we take when we are dating as well. So specifically with the online space, I can tell when my clients are stuck in their habit of like what I call lazy swiping (laughs) based upon the quality of the men that come through their screen. So when I go in and I'll check, like, let me see your matches, I can tell which guys were the lazy swipes and which guys were the intentional swipes. And I'll be like, tell me what was your energetic state when you were in, when you picked this guy versus this guy. And so they're able to show me like, oh yeah, like my energy was just like, I just don't care. Right. But how often we hop online in the app from, I don't care. Energy is so often, so often. And we think we're not being lazy. We think we're being intentional, but we don't realize how often auto, like we step into autopilot. Okay. And that's one habit to give you an example habit pattern, I'll use them interchangeably. Another pattern is going to be, you know, anxiety. So anxiety at certain stages of the dating process pops up differently for everyone. So it could be in the beginning stages, the anxiety pops up if this date isn't going to follow through, he's going to bail. For other women, it's the anxiety of he's going to disappear. We've been dating for three weeks. I can't get past this stage normally. And so my anxiety kicks in and in the anxiety, it causes us to take inefficient action that does not create the closeness and the bondness that we really actually want. And women aren't able to spot those times, but the anxiety that pops up at various moments of the dating stages are just patterns and habits that you've got stuck in. It's a loop. It's like clockwork. It's going to pop up. It's going to show up. And if it doesn't, if you're dating a guy where that doesn't show up, it's so memorized sometimes that we will create an instance or reason to step into that anxiety and that energy. And that causes what we like to call self-sabotage. Yep. So I'm able, we're able together to go in and be like, oh, this is a pattern. This is something that you've spotted. Many times my women will know, like the women that come to me are like, they've been dating for like, I don't know, over probably three to five years. They've been single. And so they know I do these things at these moments, but they don't have the tools to get themselves out of the pattern right? Mm, And so that's what we work through together is how to get yourself out of the pattern. Another mental pattern is if you've had really poor experiences with men in the past, which many women have, it is a mental pattern that we hold on to of like, I'm waiting for that guy to prove to me that there are good guys out there instead of I get to break the pattern mentally that there are not quality guys. I get to step into deciding somehow that there are quality guys, whatever proof and evidence I can find, and holding on to that and creating a new mental pattern for myself. And so all three of these go together to create what I like to call effective results. Mm. 
I'll go into this. I like, I'll take a breath in a second, but effective (laughs) results are like for those of us who are in the dating world and you've been dating for, I don't know, three to five years, you're getting some kind of results, but they're not exactly the results you want. Like you're dating some unavailable men, you're, you're online and you're getting dates, but it's like not exactly the way that you want it to be. And so what I like to say is when women come to me, what we're doing is we're just heightening the effectiveness of your actions. So we're taking them from a 50, 60% effective rate to like 70, 80, 90% effective because we are clearing out some of those patterns you've never paid attention to. Yes. So good. It's amazing. So good. <laughs> it's like when, when you and I networked and I was like, we do very similar things, but you're doing it with dating. Yes. Like how uh-huh. freaking cool is that? It's so cool. And it's so much easier because we're constantly trying to figure out what's the right thing to do. What action should I take that is the right thing to keep the guy, to get the guy, to find the guy? Where should I go? What app should I be on? And I'm like, you're spinning your wheels trying to solve for the wrong thing. Mm. When you go back and you just pay attention to what are my patterns that have kept me in the same loop, what 10% shift can I make on my patterns with some really easy tools? you naturally attract different people. You don't have to control the men anymore or try to find them. They naturally come to you. It's so much easier. Totally. Okay. So here are things that I hear from clients and I would love your take on this. Okay. But Lindsay, where I'm at, it's all weirdos or I'm too old. (laughs) And so I'm going to attract like weird old guys. The dating pool is so small for me. Yeah. Okay. What do you say to those? I love it. So I'm, I'm addressing this because I've helped those women. Every single woman comes to me complaining about their town, no matter how big or small, they'll either say it's too big or too small and, or there's no men. And I also coach women like into, you know, their fifties and sixties. Okay. So what I say to those women is first off, love has no limits. I'm going to repeat that. Love does not care. I think it's like sort of like COVID. COVID doesn't care what your opinion is of it. It is a virus and it is going to infect. It doesn't care if you believe in it or not. And so love has no limits. The only limitation that we have are the limits that we mentally place on it. So for all of the women who are in small towns, for all of the women who feel like I can only attract these old guys, you're right because it's the predominant focus. That's the predominant thing that we put focus on. As often as we highlight it, as many times as you're looking for that new brand new car that like that you are thinking you want to buy, that's where your focus is. That's what we're going to predominantly see. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if there's a willingness to step into possibility, possibility is it's possible. It's just possible. There's like a good guy here. It is possible. It's possible there's a guy I have never dated in this town. It's possible that somebody could move here within the next couple of months. Like it's possible. And I have worked with women in the smallest of towns, smallest. And they're like, I grew up here. I went to high school with them. I don't want to date them again. They're all doing the same thing. It's like incest. That's what they all tell me. And I'm like, (laughs) it is possible. So if it is impossible and it feels impossible for you to believe that there's somebody in your town, I want you to know your only job is to step into possibility and just go with that first step. 
right? And it's the moment that you can step into and entertain that more often than it's impossible, your feelings will start to change. That's essentially breaking one of your own patterns on your own, which kudos to you if you do it. Yeah. Yeah. It goes back to the model Mm -hmm. so much. Yeah. You don't know what that is. Look it up. (laughs) It 100% goes back to that. Yep. 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 Okay. So a big thing of overcoming the blocks is just changing the thoughts, getting into that state of belief, right? And believing it's possible. Because otherwise, like you said, you're going to focus on whatever you believe. If it's I attract losers and old people who I don't want or weirdos, that's what you're going to keep seeing and attracting. And here's what I will say. People think I'm telling them to be positive in the dating world. That's a big thing is just, you have to be positive. You have to have a positive mindset. And I'm not talking about positivity. I'm talking about if you were going into, I don't know, a court of law and you had to like prove that there were no men in your town, they would need all of the evidence. They wouldn't just need your bit of evidence. And so I'm asking my clients to show themselves the full story. The full story is women have met men in your town. The full story is it's highly possible someone could move there. The full story is there's people you haven't met. Have you met every single man in your town? Every single one? So all I'm asking them to do is go to the neutral evidence and the neutral facts of their situation instead of just giving your mind the evidence that there's nobody, right? So that's all I'm asking. Like, that's like the first step is like, don't even go to positivity. Just go to like, what else is true in this scenario? Yeah. And I will tell you, some of my clients would say, well, they all met them when they were younger. Yeah. I'm too old now. Yeah. What would you say to that? I would say, I would actually get really curious about like, why do you want to hold on to that so tightly? Mm. How is that story serving you in essence? Well, in essence, like if, if you know that there's other women your age who are still meeting people, which is factual. I don't care where you live. There's still women their age meeting people. Then what is it about that that feels so safe to you to hold on to it? Mm, that's good. Right? Like, yeah, it's okay if you've, if there is some safety in it, but is it safety that's giving you the result that you want still? Or is it like keeping me, you know, safe? Yeah. The other thing I would say is I'd be like, okay, let's go meet people outside of your state. Because what happens is as soon as I do that to them, then they're like, wow, it's so much effort. And like the pain of meeting somebody outside of their state becomes so much stronger than just like, maybe there are guys here. And I love it. It just like, it actually takes care of it very quickly. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. And what it reminds me of too, is like the pain and the comfort we seek sometimes in our own pain, I call it like the wet blanket, right? We think it's so helpful and it's not. And the reality is, is like your brain is just avoiding this pain that it thinks it's going to have at some point because of these patterns or these habits, right? Of like, well, I remember when Billy left me at three weeks and then it happened with Pat and this guy and this guy and this guy. And that's where you have to really examine and do some healing and look at your beliefs and all that stuff. Yeah. It's funny that you say that because a client just told me today, she, um, unfortunately in our process together, she ended a relationship with this guy that she was really, really interested in, but it was in her best interest to walk away from it. And because part of my process is working on not just emotional patterns, but emotional expansion. And so being with your emotions, which is something you're familiar with, um, being with your emotions, expanding your emotions and having the ability to be your you're just powerhouse support system for yourself. And she goes, 
I didn't, I, if somebody would have told me that I could have cared about somebody as much as I did about him and be excited about him, the relationship end and 24 hours later, I'm back online, like feeling super good about it. She's like, I would have never imagined. And it's just the safety and the support and the power that she created within herself that allows her to honor. Yeah. I miss that. And I'm good. Like I'm ready to move forward. So true. It reminds me of like things in business. I realized this recently of people who have been in business longer, shit can hit the fan yes. and we can compartmentalize it. And then we get back up and we're like, next, next, yep. next. Whereas newer people in business or people who haven't done deeper work, it'll take them out for freaking weeks, months, yes. years. Right. Yes, so what totally. I'm hearing is you're helping your people get, become more resilient mm-hmm. too. Yeah, and it's like relying more on themselves and their needs instead of like throwing their power away and saying, "You guy, you make me feel better." Yeah, well, we don't yeah. realize how much in dating we give our emotions to the man. Like we just don't realize how much we do it. And when you keep it within yourself and you are your provider and assess an essence, like, and these are strong women who come to me, like all of these women are not like down in the dumps or anything. They're just like, it's just not working. And I don't know why. And what I like to call is you've had some like little holes that you didn't notice were there. And you come to me and we fill those dang holes up. And then like that closes the gap to getting your man. Yeah. And so she just didn't realize like, oh my gosh, so much when he leaves, when men would leave, they would take a lot of my emotions with them. And then mm. I was left like empty and drained. And now it's like, she was the owner of them. She learned how to own them and support them along the way. He leaves and she's like, I'm good. Dang, that's good. It's so, so amazing. It's, it's so fun. so amazing. It's so, so amazing. Fun. Oh my gosh. I feel like you deliver like a crap ton in what, 20 minutes? <laughs> Oh, good. I'm so glad. Okay. What else did we not cover? I feel like we covered so much. Yeah. You, you talked about some highlighted things, like what are the main pain points that people come across in dating? Yeah. I would say, you know, we already touched on it. Patterns that we repeat. We don't realize that our emotional well-being is a catalyst for everything that we do in our life. Right. We take super effective actions when we're feeling amazing. And we mentally know that like logically, But when you know it at such an emotional level where it means something to you, then when it comes to dating, you're like, my emotional well-being is the most important thing, which means if somebody comes along and says something that's inappropriate, if somebody ghosts me, if somebody doesn't follow through, that sucks. It hurts. It's uncomfortable. But what I do after that is a piece of my emotional well-being that I have a hundred percent control over. And that has to be top utmost importance. Mm, So true. The utmost importance. Somebody can ghost you, but if then he ghosts you and you're like, well, I really am not lovable, which crosses people's minds. Like I'm not going to be chosen. That piece is optional. Right. And it's almost like we have to raise our personal standard of ourselves to be like, oh, no, 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 no. I put myself out there to get hurt and it did sting to get ghosted and I can't control that. So that's the piece I'm going to like comfort myself through, but I will not add to that. I won't add on top of that, right? Yep. Yep. I won't make it mean something more than what it is. Absolutely. And that's one of those like awarenesses and standards that I don't think are associated to dating that we have to hold for ourselves. It's like, oh, I have to raise my own standard of myself and what I believe is true or what I decide is true, despite what a man's actions 
So that's mm. one of them is just like your personal emotional well-being is the most important, I think. The most important. Yeah, for like you said, everything in life. Everything, everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny because I I'm talking with a woman right now who's on the fence of like, should she coach with me or not? And her husband's like, well, if you want these goals, just like go out and do them yourself. Like just call your friends more, just like figure this thing out. And I have to write her back after this. And I'm like, okay, what am I gonna write here? And it's like, if you would have done it, you would have done it already. Right. You know? Yeah. But there's this emotional component with it that's keeping mm -hmm. you stuck, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And the other piece is the online space did not come with a manual. So we are putting so much emotional energy and buy-in into the online space. We all hate it, but we're like, well, what, how else am I going to meet people? And I just want to let you guys know that it's like getting in the car and hitting the gas pedal and crashing and burning over and over again, because you're not creating a system for yourself. So I don't care what your structure is. I have a structure and a plan. If you're like, I love what this woman is saying, like I, I it's available for you guys, but creating a system and a structure, how will I spend my time here? What will I be doing? How am I recognizing when it's burnout? And if I'm just getting on and aimlessly swiping, is that giving me the return on my investment that I want. And if it's not, that means I literally, no one else is using it. No one else is like coming on the app for you. I have to figure out a different process and a different system that will give me a better return on my investment. Cause a lot of people are like, it's so much work for such a little reward. And I'm like, yes, because it did not come with any framework. We have to create our own framework and it might be different for everyone. That's why the customized piece to who you are works so well in how do you want to spend your time on here? How long do you want to be talking to one person for? How much conversation is too much conversation? When do you need to like go on a date with this person and stop talking and like making those decisions for yourself? Cause we're waiting for people to make them for us and we're exhausted. And then we need a break and the light switch dating, what I call is light switch dating, getting on and off is wasting everyone's time Totally, because we're, we could be avoiding burnout. Yeah. I mean, it goes back to like, you've got to be intentional. And I always tell clients, like, start with your ideal. How would your mm -hmm. ideal dating experience look like? Yep, ideal absolutely. online dating experience look like, absolutely. right? Absolutely. And then in that, what are my boundaries is what I hear yep. too. At yep. so many communications, when is it date time? Yep. What is it that it's like a absolute no? Because I have clients sometimes who will be like, well, I went on this guy, but he's an atheist and I don't really, and I'm like, what? Why are you all with him if you didn't want to date atheists? Right. 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 Yeah. Because it go, again, it goes back to the emotional health sometimes of like, I just want to feel chosen. Yes. He was so cute. I felt so sexy when I was with him versus Absolutely. finding that within yourself. Absolutely. And yeah. really, when we realize that I gave my time to this person who is not a good value alignment to who I am, but I felt sexy and I felt chosen and I felt wanted, ding, ding, ding. Those things, chosen and wanted, are the things you have to work on every damn day. Cause he's showing you what, like, it's like everyone is revealing something to us. It, there's such a gift. Everyone that comes in our lives, there's such a gift. And we get a reflection of like, oh, that's what I, I, I want that type of guy so bad, but I'm figuring out I only want him so bad because I feel chosen and wanted and more valuable. That's not bad. It's just, that's the awareness that we needed to be like, okay, so that's what's kind of lacking a little bit. That's what needs some attention then. Yeah. So I love it. Cause this whole love thing, we actually all are, we're all each other's gifts and it works so beautifully. Totally. totally. I love it. So good. Okay. 
So I feel like you gave so many tips on how to overcome these things too, but is there anything we missed? Oh, you know, I could go on and on and on, but I think grabbing one nugget or two nuggets from this episode, if you're in this place, if you're feeling frustrated and overwhelmed, grabbing those couple nuggets are going to be extremely helpful and just starting and running with those. Totally. I almost like want to go date again after this. (laughs) No, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. (laughs) Stay where you're at. No. Um, I'll date my husband's. Yeah, exactly. Starting with these are incredibly beneficial because it is, I believe what I call it's the solutions. It's not just like the quick fixes and in dating, there's so many just quick fixes. Yeah. Like Cosmos five tips. Yeah, exactly. Like what you should be texting a guy or what you shouldn't be texting a guy. Like that is such, sorry, crap. Because what happens when you don't have those tips around? You haven't become the person who understands now. How do I want to feel about sending this message? What result am I trying to create? Mm-hmm. And like, how do I need to be, I need to be neutral, not skyrocketed into emotion to send it. Yeah. Right. Well, and the thing is too, is like, is it even authentic to you to send something like that? Then you may get in a relationship and he's used to these sexy texts and you're like, well, that's actually not really me. Right. He's going to be like, who are you? Yeah. Right. You're not going to feel equipped. Totally. So. Yeah. Okay. So tell us all about your coaching process and how we can find you and all the things. Yeah. I work with women one-to-one for six months at a time. And in that process, we cover three different pillars. So the self, um, and a lot of that is with the patterns physical, emotional, mental patterns that we cover. The next pillar is the man. So we want to make sure that the man you're choosing is in actual alignment with the woman that you are. That is somebody who really compliments you through who he is, how he shows up in the world, the decisions he makes, his thought processes, what he values, all those things. And then the third pillar is um, dating and the relationship. So we make sure that that relationship is thriving and not just coasting. We make sure that the components of the relationship are there. The foundation is there so that you guys can get through things effectively. We make sure that communication piece is in there as well. And I spend most of my time on Instagram um, at the Kenna Renee. And then throughout the year, I offer a couple of communication courses. So communication is a key component we know is the most valuable. So it's a one month course. I'm actually going to be offering it in June. So that'll be the next round of that, that people can get a little taste. And I'm always doing things on Instagram, like always giving tips, always doing lives. So that's a good place to get started. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Do you just work with women? Um, I will cherry pick my men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if a man comes to me and he is totally all in on coaching, like he loves coaching, we're like, yes, we're a great fit. Cool. But, yeah. Do you work with women who are queer? I personally have not yet. I could. Mm-hmm. It's just that I actually have not attracted them. Date with Brazen. There's a gal named Date with Brazen. She's like, has the same concepts as like you and I do. Uh-huh. And she, there, a lot of LGBTQ community comes to her. Cool. Yeah. Um, do you work with women who have a lot of trauma around either dating or in relationships in general? Yeah. I have worked with a lot of trauma scenarios. Usually they've gone to therapy though. First, I highly, okay. highly recommend having a foundation of therapy. If there's been a lot of trauma. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you for all you delivered today. Oh, good. I hope it was enjoyable. I hope you guys got some nuggets out of it. It was such a fun episode to record with you. And I can't wait to have you on my podcast. Yeah, for sure. Thank you, Kenna. Thank you. 
Thanks for tuning into the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast. If you haven't left a review for the show yet, what are you waiting for? Your reviews give us the feedback and momentum we need to continue to produce this incredible free content for you. Plus, when you leave a review for the show, you get a copy of my book for free. Simply take a picture of your review and submit it to lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, epreston.com forward slash one zero zero and you'll receive a digital copy of my wisdom from the first hundred episodes book this book is a study guide for life enjoy and of course share this show with your friends i believe every woman can create a deeply fulfilling life that lights them the fuck up from the inside the more you help others succeed the more you help yourself so share share, share this show. And I'll see you soon and your friends back on the show next week for another eye-opening episode. Until then, keep rocking it.